Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I've built a set of mathematical models called Sideline that predict various sports outcomes. For more about the model during the course of this episode, set to cover five Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. In case you're in here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's new for some explanations, community rules. Also, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up with the Dub Club. That link is in the show description. But even if you're not there, still thrilled that you are here. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion of the show projects a typical game. It doesn't try to forecast it to a tease. That'd be a foolish and impossible goal. Take a long-term view around here and don't get distracted. When teams just somehow forget to play defense, I'm looking at you, Padres. So those things balance out in the long run, but are hard to foresee before they happen. Just never know when stuff like that happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality. For any gambler, I'm recording this here on Tuesday afternoon. The first five days of the baseball season, four of them have been wildly profitable for us. Had one losing day, but overall, it's been really good. Uh, no idea how Tuesday went. At this point, the Padres, again, just kind of deciding not to play defense. And I guess that's just the moral of the story. Just remember, we're going to have good variants, bad variants. Again, the key concept that I've been preaching, and I'm going to continue to preach, one game doesn't tell us anything. Three games doesn't tell us anything. It's about the long run. It's about confidence in the process. It's worked so far. It's going to continue need to work but we're gonna have one or two random games here and there that just luck and some other games to balance it out it's that good and bad variance i'm always talking about I got five great games here for you on wednesday a 13 game slate again remember those other eight games available over on dub club that link in the show description and check it out it's been rolling over there so if you want more picks and more profits place to go otherwise before we get to it here's some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet consider subscribing or following here it's free if you turn on notifications don't miss any it's college basketball and the beer college content that this channel provides reminder a great money line plays return four units that is the risk plus win amount will equal four so we risk proportionally more on favorites than dogs b grades return three c grades return two you can see this in the google sheet check out the google sheet there it's linked in the show description if you're on dub club you get access to that before the games happen if you're not you still get access to it after but you can kind of see what we're talking about with the scaling where the risk column is concerned you can kind of see just the way i like to do it just a general recommendation but when i talk about take what you like and leave the rest it's about the picks it's also about the scaling obviously you do you if you want to do some parlays that's fine for wednesday a bunch of afternoon games going to I want to be on the Cubs here at minus 110. It's a B-grade pick. Model says it should be Cubs minus 116. So a little bit of value here. Model says the Cubs win this 54% of the time. So more in our favor than a coin toss, making the short odds and the Cubs worth it. They are obviously on the road. It's the starting pitcher. I know Hunter Green is a name that everyone loves to talk about. Because Jared and I talked about him on the opening day show, he got hit around a little bit. He throws hard. It's flashy, but I'm just not convinced he's that much better than average model gives him a 95 rating at 100 is average. Lower is better. 
a little better than average. Absolutely. Not a bad pitcher. I'm not saying he's a bad pitcher. He's got a lot of upside. I'm just not convinced right now he's much of anything special. Marcus Stroman at an 87 is almost a full standard deviation better than the average pitcher. So I mean, I think the Cubs have an advantage here on the hill. They also can have a pretty good edge offensively. I don't think very much of this Reds offense. Both these bullpens are terrible. According to models. So that's going to be a wash. But again, with the Cubs having edges in other place and from right field and across from right field, but really strong. We're talking 15 to 20 miles an hour in this game. No rain, thankfully, in Cincinnati. But it should be a nice day for baseball. Nice weather. Pretty typical hitting weather. Model projects a total of eight. I'm seeing eight, eight and a half. So the total's priced pretty well. Main thing starting off here, though, I think the Cubs on the road got a really good shot to pull it off. Again, 54% at minus 110. It's a pretty decent play. It's why it gets a B grade. Not my favorite of the day but worth a look for sure. 115 Eastern Braves of the Cardinals. Pretty solid series here between two teams that are obviously looking to contend for division titles. Weather-wise in St. Louis, we're going to be around 60 degrees. So even though today going to be a little bit cooler, but the winds will be blowing out to right center field or right field at around 15 miles an hour all game. So it's going to be chilly, but we're going to have winds blowing out. Here's the thing though. Both these bulls, Bullpens are really good, but the offenses are pretty good as well. All of that said, we've got a fairly pitcher-friendly ballpark when it's chilly like this. So the model does like the under. If I was going to play an under, I think Braves team total under might make some sense here. Miles Michaelis is a pretty solid pitcher. Tends to outperform his peripherals. He had a pretty rough start his first time out, but I'm not taking too much of that. This Braves offense can be pretty hit or miss. And while the wind will be blowing out, those cooler weathers will kind of offset that. And again, you have a pretty hitter friend, uh, pitcher-friendly park there in st louis so again the model would go under eight and a half again if i was going to do under i might look braves team total under as it is i'm going to stick with cardinals minus 112 here model says excuse me cardinals minus 122 model says it should be cardinals minus 112 so not much of an edge here it's why it only gets a c grade i just think the model is overrating bryce elder for atlanta this is, again, where nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten at least, I agree with the model. I like its assessment. There's times when I'm not agreeing with it necessarily with regards to how it views a team or a pitcher, and that's where I'm coming on here to say model gives it a this grade. This is kind of how I view it. Model gives Bryce Elder a 99 rating, basically says he's league average, and I'm just not convinced that's accurate. I mean, he's not bad. He obviously pitched fairly well in college. He's got good command, but I just, I'm not seeing it yet. I think at this point, I think a better rating for him is more like a 105, maybe up towards 110. Not terrible, but not great. And so because the model, I think, is a little bit too high on Bryce Elder, if it was me making this line, instead of Cardinals minus 112, which is what the model says, I'd make it more like Cardinals maybe minus 125. That makes Cardinals minus 122 a decent investment. So I think it's worth a play here as long as you're in the low minus 120s on St. Louis. And instead of making the total 7.7, given that I think Elder's a little bit overrated by the model, I might make it closer to 8. So again, still kind of a lean under, but as I mentioned at the beginning, if you're new here, not sure about what baseballs are being used, how that's playing out. So for the most part, I'm shying away from totals here early on. See how it plays out. Be under kind of assuming we have a typical baseball from last year, but I'm not sure that's the case. Main play here Cardinals again, minus 122. Model doesn't like it that much, but I think there's an edge here because I don't think Bryce Elder's as good as Sideline thinks he is. 
2 10 p.m. Eastern Giants at the White Sox. I'm going to take the Giants plus 115. That's a great pick. Most White Sox win is 51% of the time. Total spot on. Model says 7.6. Actual total is 7.5. Should be a, a, a relative pitcher's duel here and a chilly day in Chicago around 60 degrees, uh, low 60s to start, mid 50s to close. But the wind will be blowing out at almost 20 miles an hour. A lot of strong winds here on these Wednesday day games. But again, with Logan Webb and Dylan Cease with average offenses, wind can be blowing out all day long, and it's not going to make a huge difference. It's, still, it's probably not going to be a double-digit run game. So models of seven halves pretty well priced. In general, you love to go under with these pitchers. I thought it was important to talk about this game because if I was seeing seven and a half with these two pitchers and no wind on a day that's around 60 degrees, I absolutely would love the under. But given the wind's blowing out, seven and a half seems about right. And that's why the model says 7.6. Again, like the pitchers, like the temperature, wind blowing out. I don't think this is a two-to-one game. I think both pitchers are really good. But I think there's a chance one of them gets hit around so we can get to eight because this could easily be you know, a 5-3 type game, a 6-2 type game. Um, so we can total really going to be dependent on how many fly balls these guys are allowing. Otherwise, the model thinks Logan Webb's a better pitcher than Dylan Cease. Gives him a 76 rating. Dylan Cease at 82. Again, Cease is really good. Don't get me wrong. But Logan Webb, also really good. Uh, struggled his first start out against the Yankees. This White Sox offense is not the Yankees. Both these offenses are very average. Giants bullpen is better. Giants have a better starting pitcher. Plus 115 offers pretty good value on the Giants. Hence, it gets the B grade. Later in the afternoon, 4, 10 p.m. Eastern, Angels at the Mariners projecting the roof to be closed on this one based off of chilly temperatures up in the Pacific Northwest. Angels, again, good offense, terrible bullpen. Mariners, solid offense, really good bullpen. Obviously, this is all about the starting pitchers, though. Shohei Otani versus Chris Flexen. Flexen's a below average pitcher. He's thrown four innings this year already and only given up uh, one earned run. So not a bad outing for him, but I still think he's below average. Obviously, Otani's one of the greats in baseball. There's no doubting that. But just as it was an opening day, there's going to be a lot of if you just fade Otani every single game of the season, you're probably going to turn out seeing those bets, right? So uh, we're going to be probably fading Otani a lot. Unfortunately, I love him. He's a great pitcher, but because everyone else loves him wants to bet on him, he's typically overvalued. I'm going to back Chris Flex, and I hate saying it, but the benefit, of course, the model realizes this, that the Mariners have a really good bullpen, and they don't need Flexen to go but four innings or something like that. And that seems very doable for him. Turn to the bullpen. They can hold down this really good Angels offense, especially given how much of a pitcher-friendly ballpark Seattle is. And again, while Otani is really good, he could still lose this game two to one. He can lose it four to three. The bullpen can blow it for him. He only went six innings in the first game. That's going to be the key for the Mariners, of course, getting him out early. If Otani's going eight innings, they probably don't stand a chance. So, you know, can the Mariners do it? I don't really know. I think taking a chance on the Mariners at plus 134, though, makes a lot of sense. It gets a B grade model, so it should be Angels minus 130. Throw team should be favored, but they shouldn't be favored by as much as they are. Total in this one, seven, seven and a half. Model says eight. So this is a game that the model will go over on. 
in general, I don't really like to go over on games that Otani's pitching because he can absolutely throw eight innings and give up one run. And he might lose, but he usually does pretty well. Models looking at this, though, thinking that the Angels' bullpen is terrible. So if Otani doesn't go deep, they're in trouble. And of course, likes the Mariners' offense, loves the Angels' offense, thinks it's really good, thinks more of a shootout. I have no idea. I'm just pointing out what the model says. I'm focused on the Mariners. I think plus 134 offers us some value here. And gets us a B grade pick. The one night game, and it's not that I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired of talking about these two teams, but it's the only night game, so I want to make sure I cover it since I know we all love having action on these standalone type games. 7:40 p.m. Eastern, Blue Jays at the Royals. We talked in the first couple of games about how the over made so much sense because the weather was hot, the wind was blowing out, and let me tell you, it is the exact opposite situation here on Wednesday. Day night, talking low 50s at first pitch, mid 40s. It's going to be cold. Wind is going to be blowing kind of out. Anybody, it's kind of neutral. So maybe a tiny boost early on with stronger winds, but that could just as well push a ball foul because it's a little bit out, but it's also, again, a lot of cross. So um, not going to be a ton of help there. And the wind's dying down as the game goes along. So really pitcher-friendly conditions. And Alec Manoa, of course, a really good pitcher. I don't have a lot of faith in Zach Grinke on this one. I think the Blue Jays can score. I would be on the Royals team total under if I was playing a total on this one. As the model projects 7.5 runs, but the total's in or eight and a half, nine. Again, these teams played in the slugfest here on Monday, Tuesdays yet to be determined. But again, very different conditions and the weather really matters with how the ball flies. So I just don't see the Royals scoring that much. Their offense is pretty putrid against a guy like Manoa. I don't know how many the Blue Jays score. Grinky is below average, according to the model, despite a solid first outing. He's not going to go very deep. That's going to turn it over to the Royals' bullpen. That can cause problems. Obviously, the Blue Jays aren't going to score seven runs every time they play, but they could put up seven on Grinky. They could put up three. I don't really know. And that's why, again, I'm shying away from the game total because I just don't know what they're going to do and saying if I was playing a total, the Royals team total under makes a lot of sense. Either way, though, we have an A-grade pick on the Blue Jays if you're just playing traditional money lines like I like to do here. Minus 178. Model says it should be Blue Jays. Minus 210. I don't really know what else to say. We've already covered this. The model loves the Blue Jays in the situation. It's not so much that it loves the Blue Jays as much as it thinks the Royals just aren't that good. Maybe that's going to be proven wrong. I'm not really sure, but it does seem that early on in the season, the model is taking a real stance against teams like the Royals, uh, teams like the Tigers. Uh, there's a few other teams on that list that the model is just saying you aren't that good. And when you're going up against good teams, you don't really stand a chance. The book Bookmakers are not shading these odds high enough, in my opinion, and that's why backing some of these bigger favorites has been profitable when we've picked our spots. It's not easy to do. It's not something we want to blind do, but at least early on, I don't think the sportsbook realized just how bad this Royal team is, just how bad a handful of these teams, about five or so of them are. Again, maybe that's wrong. The model will update. If that, that seems to be proven wrong in a couple of weeks. It'll stop saying this, but for now, it really does not like this Royals team. Thinks you should be back in the Blue Jays, minus 178 and A grade. Again, I'm playing every game that's tended to work for quite a while now. Uh, um, so far, it's whether it's ABs or Cs, the total, you never know which ones do better or worse. So I'm playing all of them, so I'm not just ignoring those and just playing this as an A grade. It's just a little bit of a stronger play, putting a little bit more on it, but I think the other picks are worthy of your investment as well. And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picks with the Professor.
Don't forget to subscribe so you can show the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. Be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting tips. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet.